Gentani, happy new year and welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute with me, Alex Robinson. And with me, Andy Robinson. And uh, welcome back, Andy. You're back from your uh, your hiatus. Oh my gosh, it's wrong podcast. You sound like Darth Vader. Is the iron lung distracting you, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the guy who wrote all the episodes of uh, that Western show was in a um, was in a, a uh, Iron Long? An Iron Long? Really? Which guy? <laughs> no, I'm uh, referring to the Big Lebowski. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the name of the show, so it was hard oh, for yeah. me. It was but. some crime show. Oh, I thought it was like a Western. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah give, give us the intro, Lebowski. <laughs> give us the intro, the summary of the minute, Lebowski. Uh, oh, well, but thanks for welcoming me back. And yes. Thanks to our listeners for bearing with us. Uh, mm-hmm. We skipped a week due to my illness, but I'm recovering, feeling great. And I thank, feel great. Thanks to that you got some brandy, you're arrested, you look good. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks to Pete the Retailer for pinch hitting. Uh, I wasn't. I couldn't remember if we had had him on or not before. So. I don't know. I don't no, think so. I don't think we ever no. had we we have a no guests policy. Uh, yeah, exactly. We've had a handful over the years mm-hmm. for like special side bonus episodes. Oh, but, then uh, Pete's a handful, all right. <laughs> choice of voice. Uh, so yes, thank you for thanks Pete, thanks Andy for coming back. And minute forty six is what we'll be discussing. That's right, Alex. Repeat after me. Yeah. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Quaranta sei. Quaranta sei. <laughs> Quaranta sei. All right, here yeah. we go. Uh, minute 46, uh, Vito Corleone and Jenko Abendendano take in the theater. As the dancing couple leaves the stage to applause, the next act begins with a simple New York apartment familiar to virtually all of the immigrant audience. The man on stage is a man trapped in a strange alien world. An innocent boy lured from Napoli by a promiscuous fallen woman to New York, an island off the coast of America. Uh, Once a proud Italian, now a broken Italian-American, a knock at the door reveals the sultry siren herself, wearing the finest silks and face painted for business. Tonight, the the, uh, scarlet letter on her soul is matched by an ominous letter in her hand. (gasps) Our protagonist beams news from his dearest mother in Napoli. The audience is restless with a powerful tension which the masterful actor squeezes for every drop. Only Jenko is too horny to feel it. Oh, that's that's what's going on in the middle. Oh, man. (laughs) I think (laughs) that was awesome. It's it's great because I I can imagine the announcers up in the press box as the shows you're you're televising it for the English speaking audience. And there's a a mistress appears on the stage heavily made up. (laughs) No, no, it's his mama. It's in. Is it is is it is it Connie? No, no, it's not Connie. It's it Teresa. Um, Holy cow! It's the other woman. Um, nowadays, because uh, so many shows and stuff, they have uh, special accessibility features mm-hmm. for movies and TV. You know, you yeah. can with subtitles. There's one. There's one for blind people. 
mm. where they a narrator tells you vi- what is going on visually that is oh, important yeah. to the story. Mm-hmm. Like like it'll be like Vito walks into the room where Jenko is behind the counter, and then it'll like they'll have this mm-hmm. little scene, and then it'll be like Jenko walks out from behind the counter and steps over to the window. Where he looks up, <laughs> you know. So they really and they try to they don't edit the movie; they just try to they have to squeeze it all into the times where no one's talking where yeah. they have to describe what's going on so. because when the dialogue's taking place yeah they don't they don't want to talk wanna over the dialogue yeah. so um anyway oh that's fascinating yes. that'd so. be fascinating to make those choices yeah to be the, right? to be the one who is well, how <laughs> what, what do you, you describe what do you and, say yeah yeah wow especially when you don't have a lot of time you gotta convey yeah. all the critical information you know um, interesting i guess it's like reading it's not like reading a book but in a sense it's like an audio what you would book. get it's an audible book yeah it's all of the narrator text yeah, filling in but yeah. then the dialogue i guess the difference is it's mostly dialogue yeah so it's like if you were doing it as an audio you know you'd have longer passages where you yeah. can describe things yeah. or whatever so it's kind of funny that it's that it's yeah anyway yeah. this would be a good one because there's hardly any talking in the flashback scene so it would be a good time for a, yeah. a narrator to fill in what was going on yeah a lot of color a lot of opportunities for uh you know, flowery descriptions of old New York. Wow, as I said it last minute, I'm going to say it again. I love this theater scene. Uh-huh. It's just so alive. This, it's awesome. I want to be there. I want to be sitting in that crowd. Hmm. Yeah, even if I didn't know what was going on, mm-hmm. well, you could probably piece it together. You should uh, you should really go to the half Polish theater if you're gonna if you're gonna be doing that. What <laughs> the half Polish? The half Polish theater. <laughs> Oh, that's the one that's only open on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, no, 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 Friday. No, 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 no. <laughs> too early. <laughs> hey, sorry. Uh, sidebar. Yes. I saw you know. I'm working, allow it. I'm working on your hand solo song, and I was doing some research. Mm-hmm. No, when you say that, just so people know what you're talking about, you are doing uh, the compo- the closing theme of our upcoming season of Star Wars Minute, where we talk about solo. That's right. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, and I was doing a little bit of research, a little uh, Dick Tracy. I don't know what would you call it in the Star Wars world. Who who's the Dick Tracy of the Star Wars world? Huh? You know, frequently people say Obi Wan in Attack of the Clones is the closest to uh, like a, no- a noir. You know, he's trying to get yeah. to the bottom of a case, yeah. and following yeah. the clues. So. It's, as well, much as it pains me to say it, Obi Wan and Attack of the Clones. <laughs> I did a little bit of Obi Wan. A little do. I did a little bit of uh, Obi Wan and wandering around. Obi wandering around, and I was listening to some Greedo dialogue, mm. and it sounds like Russian or Polish. Well, not that particular one, but yeah. you get into the that initial scene. There's yeah, I can a lot hear of that. Kays, <laughs> It's like very Russian and Polish yeah. sounding. Uh, it's totally made up. It's Huttese, I guess, technically. Oh. It's the job of the Hutt's language. So okay. uh, I don't know. I haven't heard it. What, um, you know, now in olden times, they used to just make up fake languages, higgly piggly. But now, yeah. like anytime you're on a science fiction show, you start making up a show, you're going to have linguists who come in and go like, okay, let's, uh, you know, yeah. like Klingon. Someone actually works out the grammar. And, wow. and uh, so I they think they do that afterward. Nerd uh, fans and do that afterward well nowadays they probably do it ahead of time like i'm oh, sure on wow. game of thrones oh they said oh we need dothraki language let's get someone who knows about languages to make up oh my stuff. gosh wow so um, fascinating yeah that would be a cool job i think to, yeah. to make up a fake language <laughs> yeah wow the syntax has to yeah. all work <laughs> i guess to some extent right yeah i can imagine you probably just take an existing language and you could just paper over it with 
Klingon or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. oh, Klingon, there's the adjectives come after just like in French. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. And you change it, consonants yeah. and all that. So. But anywho, back yes. to the minutes. Back to minute 46. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got some really interesting stuff here. So, uh, the the main character says, I left Naples. I left Mama. The main stage, the main character on stage, main not the main character of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love this. I love the music too. Doom, yeah. doom, 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 doom. It settles, and he's. Yeah. Is it a monologue? I guess. Yeah, he's, he's on his doing own. Well. He's giving this monologue. He's, he's quasi singing it too. Well, I guess he, Italian is a very musical language. Yeah, and then it just automatically adds to it. Napoli, in America, New York. I go to America. I go to New York. For your father. For your father. He says, "I left Naples. I left Mama for a no good tramp. Mm. I'm here alone, thinking of my mother." Yeah, and it just got me thinking about the, your, her mother. I, maybe we shouldn't go there. The value of of a wife versus the value of a mother. Hmm. And I recall a story one of my Italian-American friends told me years ago, way back, back in college when we were there to get stupid, he said that, in at least, he kind of told it as a joke, but it's a real thing that, I think it's a joke in Italian, what, oh, I'm remembering it now. You're in a boat with your mother and your wife, and you, you can only save one of them. Who do you save? <laughs> and she saved your mother. Why? Yeah. Because you can always get another wife. Oh, wow. And and that's the guy saying answering that. Sure, that's not yeah. the mother saying, no, no, oh, yeah, you, yeah. like yeah. it's the guy. And yeah. and I think I think mothers and their sons have a that's no secret. In in, a, in Italy have a they're very bonded. Special relationship. Very special relationship. Yeah. Very bonded. Yeah, it's almost so, a religious, almost a sacred, almost religious significance to their, to their, uh, <laughs> to their relationship. They've been doing that for generations. <laughs> but it reminded me of the scene because he's saying, oh, I miss my, this guy's really missing his mother. <laughs> and, um, and he says he left her for his no good tramp. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough way to talk about your wife. Well, it's funny because it's well. Do you think they're married? No, I'm That's just a, kind yeah. of kidding. Um, well, I mean, I I feel like they are sort of um, they're playing to the audience mm-hmm. because their audience is, is all immigrants, yeah. most of whom probably have family back at home that they feel yeah. guilty or, or miss or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's really like catering to that specific you know yeah. crowd. So uh, probably I wonder if it's the kind of thing where everyone like. Do you go every? Is that like a special genre of like? Oh, I sing song. I sing Italian songs about missing home. Like that's his his specialty is doing you know like ballads about uh, yeah. Italian sappy ballads or whatever. That's so, awesome. Um, <laughs> what would be your specialty, Alex? <sighs> I probably what would just, you sing about. I would probably sing about the Godfather, but in one minute chunks. Like I would do a song about. That's what you should be your next project. Singing it is doing movies by minutes, but do a song every week. Oh my devote gosh. covering that one minute. Oh, of you're blowing my mind. <laughs> maybe do a short. Maybe do a short, uh, shorter movie than a two and a half, three hour oh uh, epic. Maybe do like a, a ninety minute. Uh, I no, I like to do one minute challenge. Oh, but I mean, but but don't do a three hour movie. Do it. Do an hour and a half movie. 
I, you know, just when you thought you, you, you'd you be done. Like, you probably never thought you'd be done with Star Wars. You'd be pulling you right back Attract- in. <laughs> Attractor being just keeps pulling you in. Yeah, exactly. Every time I, mean, I think I'm out, they beam me back in. <laughs> you'd have to do that. Like a, That's the Star Wars equivalent, but you got to do it in a Star Wars character's voice. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 my. Oh my, the tractor beam just keeps pulling me in. <laughs> that was three feet. <laughs> I said it before you, you, I know. you joked about guessing it. <laughs> well, I knew what you were doing, but it was, Did it was you? yeah, okay, I could say, yeah. I, it was yeah. not bad. Well, <laughs> well, first of all, you just started with, oh my, so that's like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> really you. I almost said, oh sir, I couldn't remember yeah. what his, oh boy. <laughs> Does he say, oh boy? No. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Does anyone say, oh boy, in Star Wars? Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> it's funny that we're saying it in like a result, not like oh boy, like oh boy, I get to go on an adventure. I'm like oh boy, yeah, we went we went right to the <laughs> there's resigned. So many, uh, <laughs> there's so many scenes where that could be inserted. Yeah, totally. Like Vader, every time one of his generals <laughs> disappoints him. Oh boy. Oh, um, anyway, um, yes. I like the idea of doing, you know me, I'm slowly but surely I know you. fulfilling my destiny, which is to be a novelty song and only a novelty song writer. And so I, maybe I do a Star Wars thing. It's like, well, maybe Godfather. I don't know. Well, you could minute. do a different song. You'd pick different moves. You could do a theme collection where you do a song about the Godfather, uh, a song about Star Wars, a song of like, yeah. you know. About how you haven't seen Blazing Saddles, a song about how Caddyshack disappointed you, and so on. I like that because I would yeah. lose my mind doing a song for every minute. <laughs> like you doing a uh, movie review in a song, and most of you like, it was okay. <laughs> most, of your, most of them were just kind of like, it was all right, and I kept looking at my phone. <laughs> you know, it's all just kind of like. Well, and then the name of the song yeah. will be will be the name of the movie, and then in parentheses my two to three word review or maybe it should just be how many how many bags of popcorn you rate it you know what i mean so it'll be like oh, godfather and then five <laughs> bags of popcorn or like you know can you put emojis or emoticons in a song title i mean i don't see why not you can't with itunes and spotify they don't the first to person that. to do it is going to be hailed as a genius the first <laughs> first like like prince was ahead of his time i mean in a number of ways prince was ahead of his time but the fact that he took a symbol as his name yeah was like like yeah there's gonna be the first there's gonna be a music pop artist who is just an emoji it's gonna happen it's gonna happen if it hasn't happened already but right. like well like everyone's gonna say oh did you see eggplant or whatever the you know <laughs> name of the uh, <laughs> eggplant. all right you gotta pick an emoji right now for your artistic my, my brand presence. my brand i gotta go eggplant you're gonna go with the eggplant, I'm go eggplant yeah <laughs> you don't want to go with one of the smiley faces one of the more uh the winking smiley face. Maybe I feel like there's not. I anyway. I was just a sidetrack. I got a beef with the emoji people. That they're there's there's. They got beef. They got like a hamburger one <laughs> and a steak. <laughs> I feel like there's not enough subtle gradations of negative emotions. Oh really? Like they're it's very just like frowny face or like um. I, then again, I have not browsed through the emojis in a while. Maybe they, I know they periodically update them, but but uh, anyway, you, let's you, get back to me. Okay, things. yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. Sorry. I'm just so excited to be podcasting again. Yeah, it's I don't fun. want to talk about anything. <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, you're Jones. Yeah. So uh, yeah, what do you what do you got? Well, continuing about the theater, um, the guy who plays the lead actor uh, is named Livio Giorgi. 
Yeah. And uh, it is his only film credit. So oh. I don't know what well, his... that and the play he was doing in the movie. <laughs> he didn't even know that that was going to be in the Godfather movie. He just <laughs> thought he was doing a play. Um, <laughs> yeah. I also like the fact that it's shot um, straight on. Mm hmm. Like, you only see it from basically the point of view of the audience, so it's almost like yeah. he's performing the show for us. You don't see, like, yes. from the wings or, like, mm-hmm. from his point of view. You know, it's... So, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that little It's feature. so... It just looks so cool. Yeah. Um, the actress uh, is named Kathleen Beller. Not Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny, because I was going back and listening to what she was saying, and she definitely... I can't tell if it's because she's a non-Italian person... Speaking Italian very broadly, mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. her line of dialogue is, um, Peppino. Where is it? I wrote it down. Uh, oh, Peppino, a letter for you. That's what mm-hmm, she says in Italian. Mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. all Peppino, a letter for you. Like it's all like I can't tell if she's a bad actress or is acting like a bad actress. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like, funny. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's a very broad kind of thing, but it's she's very like you know a letter is here. Yeah. Right. And it does. It sounds like someone doing an Italian accent. Like oh, okay. You know, so I'm well, not sure. Wasn't that kind of the? Isn't everything accentuated in these kinds of vaudeville performances? Right. So right? is she is she playing it broadly or yeah. is it is she is that is the <laughs> Is the our world actress playing it broadly, or is our world actress playing it accurately that she's playing an actress who is playing it broadly? You could go another le- layer that our world actress yeah. is playing is trying to play it. Oh, I guess you said that one like like a bad is, actress. Is, no, is trying to play it like a good actress, but she's a bad actress. Oh, of course, oh. Uh, uh, the director so we we don't know if the bad actress is the actress we see on stage or the actress who was hired yeah. to be in the godfather yeah basically. friends for coppola may have just cast a bad <laughs> actress there you know why because he was in love with her look at it oh like, no <laughs> everyone's in love with this girl i'm gonna make her a big star <laughs> and so so this is jenko we finally yeah oh wait hold on say something else about okay, the actress yeah. um she wasn't in too many other movies. She was in a movie called The Sword and the Sorcerer, which came out in 1982. And it seems like a kind of movie we would have watched on cable. It seems vaguely Definitely. familiar. The name sounds familiar. Yeah, but... the, the Sword and the Sorcerer. Uh, she's from Westchester County, oh. as are you and yeah, I, yeah. raised uh, New York, and uh, is married to Thomas Dolby. What? That actress. The actress is married Damn. to Thomas Dolby. Oh my god! So, she blinded uh, me with that one. So you think when Jenko's seeing her, he's like, "Oh my god, she's blinding me with science!" Like <laughs> he's so in love with her, the same way that anyway, that yeah, Thomas Dolby was. Thomas was in love with the woman who was blinding her with science. So uh, yes. So anyway, you wanted to get back Crazy. to... Crazy. No, I, yeah. that's Thomas Dolby. Wow. I guess the movie, this movie was made in the 70s, and... Thomas... So like, this is probably like yeah. 10 years before Thomas Dolby became famous. Yeah. but he, And he wasn't young. Well, famous on MTV, but apparently he was famous in England. He was already an established musician. Right. I, I remember that was always a kind of a fun fact about him. Mm-hmm. He had always been... He had been... He had done quite a bit before that. At least that's why. Right. Who knows? Not... Uh, he was not the inventor of Dolby Sound. It's a lot of in Dublin. <laughs> they should have recorded it in Dublin, but he did not invent. Uh, he did not invent. Uh, what was Dublin. his other big hit? Hyperactive. Hyperactive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, there you go, Kathleen yeah. um, Beller. 
Yeah. The uh, oh, you know, we got to Excellent. remind me of the bonus content. We got to talk about the birthday uh, get well gift I gave to you. Okay, you okay. got it. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we'll get we'll yeah. get to that. Yeah, that's a great gift. Um, so Jenko. Okay, go ahead, Jenko. This is the first time we see Jenko, right? Uh, yeah, we saw him last minute too. But yeah, 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 but, yeah. but in the theater, yeah. right? And also, we saw him in GF one in the deleted scenes. In the deleted <laughs> scenes, that's right. Yeah, but but, but yeah, officially, this is, this is the first scene where anyone yeah. who's seeing the movies for the first time really would have seen yes. him. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to say. No, Jenko yeah. uh, gets right before she walks in. The actress yeah. walks in. Jenko yeah. starts to get all oh, bothered, Restless. all excited, yeah. and it. It makes me think that, like, how does he know when she's entering? He must have seen this show dozens of times. Oh, I'm assuming he's seen right? it before. Yeah, but more than once, right? He knows exactly the cue when she's coming in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, my impression is that he saw it one time and then was, mm-hmm. like, at least one time, and then was like, I got to go back and show Vito. Yeah. Or like, hey, Vito, I'm going to the theater. You got to see this hot chick I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in love with. So, yeah, yeah. good good, uh, good attention to detail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jenko, well, one question I thought of, so we learn that, um, we, we have learned over the course of this that, um, Vito Andolini Corleone moved, came to America and was taken in by the Abandano, Abandando, Dando? Abandando. Abandando family. Uh Uh-huh. Where he's working at the store. And it made me wonder if, um, that's why Vito took in Tom Hagen. Because he was in a similar situation oh. where he's like, "Oh, I'm a kid who needs a, I'm a kid who needs a break." Yeah, and then and then he's like, you know, so I, I, thought, I thought that was an interesting thing, and it and it really, um, I don't know, it puts Tom in a different light to me. Yeah, that that you know, the fact that he always wanted to be thought of as brothers, and that mm-hmm. here he was reaching out to Tom and and sort of, you know. So anyway, yeah, I thought yeah. that was a little funny. yeah. It's funny because we knew that about Tom, and and in the movie they. Talk about it a little bit. Yeah, they don't really go into, but in the just, book more so. Yeah, but you're right. It does. It does show a different side of of Tom Hagen. Yeah, yeah, and the Don, and the Don. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Uh, I bet. You know, uh, Tatalia never took in any orphans or or any orphan boys. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, um, or Barzini. I wonder at what point. I probably said this in the movie. At one point, the Don started grooming. Tom to be a lawyer. Hmm. Maybe I wonder. when he saw that he was smart. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe because he was white. Hmm. Right. He was like, like a white lawyer is going to be able to do much more than a Sicilian lawyer in America. No, it's, although he wanted he wanted uh, Mikey to be a lawyer too, or go oh, to did, yeah. So I think he just wanted yeah. everyone to be as so, yeah. you know. But yeah, he probably maybe he saw Tom had a, had more of a knack for it. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, Jenko, the actor, uh, is named Frank Severo. Mm-hmm. Do you ever? He's been in stuff. I know he's been in Goodfellas. Yes, he had a he had a prominent role in Goodfellas. Very um, noteworthy appearance in Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. he um, <clears throat> has been in a couple of other movies. He's been in a bunch of other movies playing mobsters. Usually, he was in um, uh, Scorsese's New York, New York movie. Um, he was in Ruthless People, hmm. which I've never seen. Hmm. Uh, and this is a movie I'm pretty sure I've seen, we have seen, but I've not seen it for a long time. Go and Ape. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you remember that where Tony Danza Tony and Danny Danza. DeVito inherit like a bunch of gorillas or yeah. orangutans or something? <laughs> <laughs> that was during the era, the fad when 
apes were yeah. in a bunch of movies. Yeah, you had the right. any which way about loose mm-hmm. and PJ and the bear and yeah. a bunch of different ones. Um, the most noteworthy thing to me about oh, he's in the Wedding Singer as well. Uh, oh, okay. The guy. Um, I've never, I've never seen, seen that. that either. I've never, never seen, seen that. Never seen the Wedding Singer. Never seen the Wedding Crashers. Never seen the Wedding Planner. <laughs> no, wedding, no wedding movies for me. No wedding. I've seen Crashers. That's yeah. funny. In uh, 2014, he sued The Simpsons. What? Why? Because uh, there was an episode where the about the mafia, and there was a character mm. in it who he said was based on him. Wow. And he's like, they're using my based image. Based on him, him as a actor, as a yeah. person. He's like, his, his he likeness. said, I used to live next door to one of the Simpsons writers. And then next thing you know, while I was, while I was working on Goodfellas, mm-hmm. next thing you know, like my character is in, is in The Simpsons Whoa. and he tried to sue, but the judge was like, nah. And he it's, was just, too, did it look like him? I mean, kind of, but you know, it's The Simpsons, so they're kind of yeah. cartoony and they were, well, they were just saying, basically their defense was that he was an amalgam of a bunch of different mafia mm. types, yeah. not yeah. like one person. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. it's not like they use any of his dialogue, you know, so uh, anyway, yeah. but, um, so suing the Simpsons is kind of a that's his legacy. <laughs> you want to, certainly want to be known for suing one of the most beloved cartoon series. Oh, you know what time it is, bro? What time is it? Time to lower that paywall. Lower it or raise? Oh, build it up. Let's lower the port pay portcullis. <laughs> yeah. Portcullis. Uh, so yeah, if you want to hear us continue to talk about uh, Minute 46, go to godfatherminute.com slash support. And you can get uh, twice as much bonus content for your money, roughly. For less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you'll get unlimited bonus content. Yeah. Is that still a thing people say? Because it seems like coffee is so expensive now. Yeah. Like if you go to Starbucks, it's less than a price of $6 for a day. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> most things are cheaper than that. Yeah, so that's true. A lot of clients. Anyway, where we're getting a sidetrack, godfatherminute.com slash support. We, uh, you get to hear about our very exciting uh, encounter with a Godfather star? That's right, Alex. No! <laughs> <laughs>